Welcome back, Sunny Side Up family. I am joined with best friend Naomi. Hey, Naomi. Hi. Hi, Jen. Hi, best friend. (laughs) (laughs) Today, we have something very interesting in store for you. We Mm. are talking about the art of silence. Mm. Now, I think we can all relate to this, but we live our lives surrounded by noise, distraction, sound. You know, silence is very mm-hmm. much becoming a lost art, in my opinion, Naomi. Yeah, I agree. <laughs> and I really wanted to talk about, like, why is silence so important anyway? And mm. how can we actually cultivate that in our day-to-day lives? I mm. thought I would um, start off with some statistics. According to the National Geographic, Exposure to loud noise can cause the following. It can cause raised blood pressure, heart disease, mm. sleep disturbances, and also stress. They mm. are not great things. That's and that cool. is all from just loud noises. Wow. And I loved this statistic. This is actually from a report from the World Health Organization. In mm-hmm. 2011, the report was called Burden of Disease from Environmental Noise. It revealed Mm. that at least 1 million, and I found in another place the exact, it was 1.6 million years of life are lost each year in Europe alone due to noise pollution. Mm. That is what. Yeah. So it really is affecting the health of the world, the population. Mm. That's just Europe. So I'm not sure how yeah. that is representative of the world. But that's that's scary mm. to think that actually noise is taking away precious life from us. Mm. Yeah. So it, it kind of highlights the fact that, yeah, we do probably need silence in our lives mm. and especially in a time where noise is pretty much everywhere mm. we go. I think it's good to look at ways like how can we cultivate silence or include silence in our day? amidst Mm. all the noise, because I think there is a hidden gem or a secret in silence that maybe we're not aware of, but we'll get Mm. into that a bit later. Oh, yes, we will. will. Uh, Speaking of hidden gems, Mm -hmm. um, one of the reasons we're really here is to talk about your experience, because I know that you went on a silent retreat a few weeks ago. (laughs) Um, And for people who don't know, tell us what What actually is a silent retreat? That's a great question to start with. So basically, as the name suggests, it is a retreat taken in silence. Mm. So I guess the main purpose behind a silent retreat is to seek God and to sort of position, posture yourself Mm. to hear from the Lord. Yeah. So no no worship music, no talking. No radio. No. No nothing. (laughs) Zip. (laughs) And, like, where is it? Okay, so the one that I did, you can do it for varying lengths. It was six days. It was at a Catholic retreat center where there were, like, vineyards, Mm. like a really beautiful place to just invoke silence and reflection and meditation. Wow. So was, like, the sound of nature very strong? Absolutely. Oh, wow, that's cool. Um, And tell me, like, why, what was the thing that made you go, oh, this is something I want to do? Well, if I'm honest, at the time, I needed clarity on a few things Mm. and I just was not creating the space in my own life to do Mm. that. 
And to be honest, it's very easy to get accustomed to noise. And I almost Mm. find noise comforting. I don't know about you. Oh, yeah, definitely. (laughs) Like inviting it all in, even though you know you probably need a space to think clearly. Yeah, definitely. Because you don't really want to like have the silence because it does invoke thinking about your problems really right and I was I was literally driving in my car one day listening to a podcast and it was actually one of the most interesting podcasts I've ever listened to it was about a pastor sharing her experience of a silent retreat that she went on Mm. and I remember after I had finished it I was like you know what that sounds like a good idea maybe that's for me wow that's so cool And so I knew a friend who had been on a silent retreat in my city. So the next time I caught up with them, I brought the topic up. We figured out sort of the details where he actually went and it was Mm -hmm. a done deal. From then on, I looked it up. I booked it. I yep, was going. You were set to go. There was, was no like to no go. doubts, oh, no, no hesitations. No, I even um, oh. bypassed a holiday opportunity with my sisters because oh. I was like, I I just need clarity mm. more than anything else right now. Yeah. Wow. And like, did you take like things to do or like what did you pack? <laughs> I I did pack things to do, but the funny thing was, <laughs> and I feel like very early on. I tend to try and get productive when things get quiet. And Mm. I felt the Lord saying, hey, you can actually Mm. put those things aside. And the weird thing was there wasn't actually grace on anything I really brought to do. Maybe my knitting. I did do some knitting. Yeah. Yeah. I kind of had to learn to be okay with just being and going with a pace that God was taking me yeah wow so like there was there any structure to your time there like did was there I don't know or did you just sit and do whatever you wanted all day (laughs) a little bit (laughs) um they kind of gave you the freedom to I guess spend most of your day reflecting and meditating whatever Mm. that looked like but every day you had one hour where you sat with a mentor and just talked about anything that the Lord may have been bringing up or Mm. what had happened the day before just, and they were there to just sort of input and guide you, maybe give you some scriptures or some resources to look at depending Mm. on what God was bringing up. So you had your one hour day where you could talk to this person and they kind of helped you. And then the rest of the time was free for you to just do whatever. What did you kind of do in that time? I did a lot of walking. Really? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, discovered a lot of different trails, which was great. And it really did invoke that mm. meditation and just tuning in to what the Lord might be saying and just spent a lot of time journaling in my room as well. A favorite place mm. was sitting in my recliner. I had a recliner in my room oh, and so there was like a window that I could look out of. And so I'd put my oh. air conditioning on. It was quite cold. So mm. there were many hours spent under the warm heater and just, yeah, journaling. Like I pretty much journaled every day because God was just showing Mm. me stuff every day. Wow. So, okay, like when you say that, it sounds like a holiday. It It sounds so nice, (laughs) but there's got to be challenges to silence. Obviously. (laughs) (laughs) So what were the challenging parts for you? It was quite an adjustment to not speak out my thoughts, even to God, because that's something Mm. that I will naturally do. So initially that was a little bit uncomfortable. I was even tempted 
to just go, you know what? I'm going to go to my room and pray out loud. You know? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Rebel. <laughs> Rebel. But then I kind of felt that invitation, mm. hey, you're actually here to cultivate silence. And do you mm. know what? After a while, that internal voice became so loud, it was almost audible. <laughs> so, wow. yeah. So initially it was just like, this doesn't feel powerful or like God's mm. hearing me, but I know he is. But by yeah. the end, oh, wow. that inner voice became really loud, which was just incredible. Wow. So like almost as if you were saying it out loud, it was yeah. still as powerful. Wow, yeah, it's so crazy. Cool. I guess so that's kind of maybe a reward of working through that challenge of being silent. Totally. And putting the weight, the need to be productive as well. I mentioned oh, that, yeah. <laughs> you know, when things quieten down, I realize something I do and maybe some people who are listening can relate, but you have that need to want to be doing something or be productive. And sometimes God's Mm -hmm. like, hey, I just want you to be okay. Just being Mm. like, put aside your things. Like, yeah, put the Netflix away. (laughs) Like true rest is like actually Mm. resting. And that sounds really obvious, but I think as humans, Mm. we always – we find value in what we do. So being is like mm. a whole new concept. So I had to learn a bit of that. Like it was okay wow. to just be. And I think that helped my impatience streak because mm-hmm. I had to really wait on God's timing. And I mm. probably didn't get my major breakthrough into about day five. So oh my <laughs> goodness. Yeah. Wow. It took some time and I had to be okay with just waiting, knowing that God knows I'm here. He knows I'm seeking answers and I trust mm. him to speak. And he did. He he did. So good. Come on. <laughs> so good. Wow. Is there anything in particular he spoke about that you'd like to share with us? I probably won't mm. go into specifics. I mean, if you yep. guys know me personally, you can <laughs> come and have a yep. chat to me. I will say that it was almost as if my heart came alive in a fresh way. So like these conversations I was having with the Lord, it was like my heart was speaking and the Mm. spirit was moving at the same time. And I realized the two are like pretty much one, the spirit and the heart are Mm. very much aligned. And I didn't realize that. I was like, I need to listen to my heart more often. But out of that just came this wellspring of life, of revelation, of God just bringing to life, even stories in the Bible with me in it, like just crazy stuff. Like the spirit realm is, it's so simple when you're going through like this whole process, but when you're explaining Mm. to people, they're like, that's yeah, complicated. sounds, (laughs) Sounds so amazing. But all it took really was a little bit of silence for a few days. And then this came alive to you. Yeah. And I was just surprised how clear the voice of the Lord became. So Mm. I just want to do a little um, contemplation moment. So Mm. wherever you are, if you're in the car, obviously keep your eyes on the road. (laughs) (laughs) But if you're just listening and you can, I just want you to close your eyes and imagine this because this, this, uh, in essence, was what it was like going into silence and being able to hear the Lord. So just imagine being in a crowded room and it's tightly packed with people, not a lot of breathing room or space. And you can recognize Jesus' voice in the room, but you can just barely hear it above the noise, above all the conversation, above the distractions. And you try and move towards this voice, but you're not even really sure where it's coming from. And there are so many people in the way you can't seem to push through and find where Jesus is at. Now, I want you to imagine walking into this large, empty room. There's no people, no noise, 
no distractions to contend with, and just imagine Jesus is standing right there and he's waiting to talk to you. And you know what? For the first time, you really hear his voice. It's like with a newfound clarity and it's just Mm. so easy to hear. And that in its purest form is what it's like walking into silence. It's like Mm, physically removing all those distractions. And it's not Mm. that you don't recognize God's voice because you do, but when you take all of that away, Mm. his voice is so beautiful and tender and there's aspects and tones to it that you've never heard before. Mm. And really in a visual representation, that was my experience going into silence. It it just created all this space to just be with the Lord, to hear the Lord without just the clutter and the noise and Mm. all the stuff around. And yeah, it was, became easy. So So yeah, it almost it becomes like addicting too. Like you just want to be in that place more and more. Like, have you found that since you've come back, you've been more silent than you were before? Yes. So for instance, I used to, you know, journal on a Sunday morning and I'd have worship in the background. And it, worship music's not a bad thing to listen to while you're journaling. But I just had that need to be like, you know what? I actually need to switch off the noise. Mm. And so now when I journal on my Sunday mornings, I journal in silence because mm. even the noise can just be, it can distract from really hearing what God's mm. saying. So yeah, definitely. Yeah. Is there any other ways that you recommend creating silence during your week? I think being intentional about creating time yeah, in your day yeah. just to set aside in silence. And that could look different mm. for everyone. Often we can, you know, fill our evenings with noise, whether it's watching a movie, sitting in front of the mm. TV, and maybe finding ways to just change up those routines a bit, like getting a book out and reading in silence. Mm. That's a really easy one. I don't know about mm. you, Naomi. Do you have any oh, yeah. tips about silence, cultivating silence in your day? I mean, I do like the idea of going out into nature and just um, walking. But one thing I like to do sometimes, especially if I'm like really tense or stressed, is just to kind of do that thing where you lie on your bed in silence and you just like squish all your muscles and then relax Cool, um, and just breathe in and out and try not to think about anything. Or if you do, you just go, oh, that's a nice thought. Thank you. And just let it fly away. Like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like it's not important because we don't have to grab onto every thought that we think. Like we can just write it down if it's something to do or, you know, just let it go. It's not. Yeah. It'll come back if it's important. But oh, it's hard to practice silence because you do kind of go, oh, this is confronting. Like, it's scary. <laughs> it yeah. is. I even used to listen to my Bible in the mornings, like on my little dramatized oh, really? phone app. And now I'm, oh, yeah. I actually read my Bible mm. in silence because, like, yeah, I mean, that's wow. a, such a small adjustment. But I think it doesn't mm. have to be big because not everyone has, I guess, the opportunity to remove themselves fully from noise, especially if you're a mother, you've got children (laughs) that may come in the evening when you're just Mm. alone, maybe having a cup of coffee and maybe that's just pulling out your journal or just taking um, those small opportunities and applying a bit of silence. So just going, you know what, Mm. I'm not going to put noise on right now. I'm going to take this 10 minutes to just <sighs> yeah, <laughs> which I know it can be challenging when you have children. Yeah, totally. I thought a great place to end would be 
just to mention some of the things or the benefits of silence. Some of the things that Mm. I personally took away from my experience on the silent retreat, but also um, have a couple of other little statistics that people might find interesting. So why is silence so important? Well, it helps to remove the noise and distractions, as we've talked about, clears the Mm. mind, creates room for the heart and the spirit to speak. It brings renewed clarity. Mm. It increases our awareness of God and his voice. It heightens Mm. our spiritual senses It also improves concentration and it is good for your health. So there was this study undertaken in 2006, I think it was in the Heart Journal, and it showed that two minutes of silence helped to reduce Mm. tension in the body and brain and proved Mm. to be more relaxing than listening to music. Mm -hmm. Isn't that interesting? (laughs) That is so fascinating. And only two minutes a day, like that's nothing. Two minutes of silence. I think we we can probably I think we can do that. (laughs) Yeah. And one more. It was a study done in 2013 in the journal Brain Structure and Function, and it was looking at the effects of silence and noise, particularly on mice and their brains. Mm. And it showed that two hours of silence resulted in new cell growth in the hippocampus. Now, that's actually the part of your brain um, associated with memory and emotion Mm. and learning. I mean, if this happens with mice, like, just imagine. (laughs) Yeah, how powerful it would be with a human. (laughs) Yeah, like, science is showing that there are benefits to silence. So, yeah, Mm. I just thought that was. That's amazing. Yeah. And. I think too, just before we really wrap up, um, is like it said two minutes every day. I think like don't give up. If you give science a go, like you did this for seven days and I had a lot of cell growth. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. But like it took, it wasn't an instant gratification. Like you really had to put the work in to get to God speaking to you on like the fifth day. So if there's any listeners out there who give this a go, even for two minutes, don't give up, keep trying and God will speak to you. He will. Absolutely. Well, on that note, (laughs) (laughs) that is it for this week's installment called The Art of Silence. We hope you enjoyed something a little bit different. Um, If you have any feedback or responses to anything that we shared, feel Mm. free to hit us up on Instagram. We love hearing from you. So Mm. we hope you have a wonderful weekend. And yep. week ahead, and we'll see you in a fortnight. Woohoo! Woo! See you then. Bye. <laughs>